Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is your host, Sophia Renee Morales, and today we are going to talk about uh, coming out of the darkness and into the light side of magic. And the light side of magic, I think of as magic with a capital M, and the dark side I think of as magic with a little M. Uh, but before I introduce our guest for today, I would like to introduce you to yourself. Many of us look at the people around us and go, oh, this person's so much more talented than I am, or they're gifted in this way that I'm not gifted. And we feel less than, we feel not as good. Um, and it's primarily not because we're not gifted, but because we don't recognize how we're gifted. It feels normal. Everybody's like this. And everybody is not like you. You are uniquely gifted and special. And so I created the superpower quiz to give you a peek into the giftedness that is you. So you can see that you are most definitely not less than. You are amazing and uniquely gifted and special and a gift to the world and the people around you as well. And you can find that, grab your pen, grab your piece of paper at superpowerquiz.us. And I know I, I didn't warn you about the pen and paper, so I'm gonna give you a second to grab it. Superpowerquiz. Dot us. It takes about two minutes to get that insight into the giftedness that is you. So our guest today is Heather Danielle. She is a return guest and she is a certified psychic medium, a mentor and author of the book Anxiety to Angels. Even though she's done readings and healings for others all over the world, her passion is helping sensitive souls overcome their fears so they can open up to their own unique spiritual connection. Heather is also the organizer of the Michigan Psychic and Mediumship Development Group, the host of Coffee and Cards, and the Spiritual AF Life podcast. Uh, welcome, Heather. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Me too. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for welcoming me back because it's always a good time here with you and on the show. Oh, thank you. We try to keep it a good time for everyone involved. It just makes a yeah. better show. <laughs> so we're here to talk a little bit about the light side and the dark side of magic. Some people call this like manifestation. Um, what do you see as the difference between magic with a big M and magic with a little M? Oh, I love that analogy, by the way. I think I'm going to take that with me forever about the big M and the little M with magic. And my experience, though, was when I was a teenager, my mom had um, married someone else to my stepfather, and he did magic, and he considered himself a sorcerer. And mm. it was so funny, because I grew up like doing spells and watching him do spells and, you know, getting all involved in this magical world. But what I didn't realize at the time was that he was actually tapping in to darker, more negative magic. 
because I actually had tarot cards back then and everything, but I got rid of them. I was like, this is scary. This is not for um, people who love God. And then it wasn't until I got basically turned like 30 years old, many years later is when I realized, oh my gosh, no, there's light magic. There's good magic. There's all this whole entire world. Yes, where, the, the yes. cards are just a tool. The cards are neutral. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. And so it's like how you use it. Yes. And he was using it. And we can tell, I can tell you some stories about what he was doing. But then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got rid of my tarot cards. And I remember saying to myself, I cannot use cards that go against a God I believe in. And it's like, no, I deal with, quote, God, if you want to call, you know, mm -hmm. my higher power, that whatever you whatever label you want to put on it. It's in good. I can use tarot cards. I can use oracle cards. I play divination tools. I can play around with my God. We have that kind of dynamic, but I stay in the light side. If yeah. that makes sense. It, it totally makes sense. And that's part of the reason in my mind, I've kind of differentiated little M magic, which is kind of the when how I define it is the ego driven magic, the, the I, I need this, I want my world to be this way, I want, you know, other people to behave differently. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to shape your world. Don't get me oh. wrong, okay? You can shape your world from the light side as well as from the dark side. Uh, but if you do it from that egoistic position as opposed to the higher self position, I find you tend to do things that hurt other people. I'm kind of libertarian when it comes down to it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, go do what you want, just don't hurt anybody else, okay? But the problem with the ego magic I've seen is you tend to hurt other people because you haven't thought about the larger picture. And in some ways you can't because you're coming from that egoistic position as opposed to the higher self, which tends to have a broader perspective. What's oh. your what's your um, experience with that? Well, it's ex well, you, you, you actually hit the nail on the head with what you were talking about. Um, with my experience too, it's really about like when I do psychic and mediumship connection right now, so many people in my life who are especially religious, or maybe they have different beliefs where this might go against it. They're always like, how do you know that you're connecting? And it's like, oh my gosh, like, how do you know that you're connecting to your God? It's love and light, you know, because I set that intention and kind of like what you're talking about with, if you were coming from that place of an ego mind of a lower vibration, that lower M, then it's going to be completely different. So my stepfather he would help people in the same way that I help people, right? We want to help people find love. We want to help people overcome their blocks. We want to help those things. I come from a place of love and giveness and gratitude. And I work with higher dimensional beings like angels and ascended masters. However, my stepfather would do it in a very eccentric way. And he would do spells for people. But when he did spells, he would set that intention to connect to lower vibrating forces and really from that ego mind. And I remember one day when I was about, I guess about 12 or 13 years old, and my stepfather was like, hey, go into the garage and grab this box. And I'm like, okay. So I grabbed this box, but there was something moving inside of this box. I was like, what in the world is world, this? Yeah. Yes. Like I live off of like eight mile by Detroit, baby. Like we don't have like what's going on because yeah, there, there suddenly... shouldn't be raccoons in here, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Like there's, this is weird because the next thing I know, like my stepfather told me to open up the box and a live chicken was 
in the box. <gasps> and then it jumps outside of the box or somehow gets outside the box and it starts running around the freaking house. And that's when I'm like, whoa, like I don't live in the country here. Like yeah, I am around I'm, civilization. I am <laughs> not down with poultry. <laughs> yes. And so I'm like, what is going on? And he was like, well, I'm doing a love spell for this man. And he had been doing this love spell for this man um, a lot of times. Like he made him a talisman. He did things like this to try and bring the love in and it wasn't working. So he was like, we have the chicken. And now tonight um, we are going to sacrifice the chicken. And literally he even told me too, he was like, there's the devil, but then there's a demon second to the devil. And we are going to go to this crossroads at this four point way or whatever. And we're going to sacrifice the chicken. And I am like, oh my God. Now my father, my stepfather, he was like a father to me, right? He always said that he was a sorcerer. And sorcerers have this reputation of being like in the negative, being very ego minded, kind of like what you were just talking, very selfish people. But he was like, we are not that type. We are good sorcerers. We come from a place. We of good. are good sorcerers trucking with the second demon next to the devil. Isn't There's this- something wrong with this. <laughs> and you're doing animal sacrifice. Like, and so no wonder, you know, um, around that time there was, I don't even know, we did so many different kind of spells. We had a magic room where there was different potions and stuff. So what I mean by potions is that, you know, maybe he actually took real animal blood. I wouldn't put it past him and then put him in these little vials and those would be there just in case there's any kind of spells that we want to do. And we had a black mirror and you could go into other dimensions in the black mirror craziness okay can you imagine what it was like coming to my house (laughs) yeah oh yeah totally well and the interesting thing is when you're talking about sorcerers and witches and this kind of thing uh, again it's like saying well doctors and lawyers and whatever right in any group you have ethical and you have unethical that is, yeah, it, oh my gosh, it's so true because I see like a lot of witches and I know a lot of witches and my father, my stepfather actually raised my little sister to be a weak, Wiccan witch and it was all love and light there. But in that time when it was me, oh my gosh, it wasn't. It was but not, yeah. You can say the same thing about psychics and mediums. Maybe some Absolutely. of them aren't always working in the light. And I know many of them that even you, even if you have a reading by a psychic medium, you can tell what kind of place they're coming from. Is it coming from a good place? Is it coming from an ego place? Um, is and it so coming from tell. a scary place? Is it coming yes. from a controlling place? Yeah, because it's important to pay attention to the people that you're working with, right? Because the medium that you work with is going to have their own set of filters that come with them. They're going to have their own particular vibrations that they jive with at a in a particular way. And you want to choose somebody who's who's part of your tribe, if you will, right? So if you're a love and lights angel kind of girl, you want a love and lights angel kind of medium. Oh, yes. And I think you're going to be attracted to that person. You know, you're going to because like attracts like just like I was going to tell you, like you and I are kind of, you know, drawn together, you know, to collaborate and stuff like that, because we're like minded in our vibration and in our energy. And so when you are looking for maybe like a reading, a healing session, you know, things like this to help you or some kind of guidance, you're going to basically be drawn to that person that's on your same vibration that hopefully can bring you forth, you know, guidance or messages or 
you know, insight that's going to help you for your highest good. So you don't have to be scared of it because too many people are just like all scared. And it's like, no, it's nothing to be afraid of, but it does exist. Well, okay. There's nothing to be afraid of with me. <laughs> Let, let's be let's be precise, right? Because there are some out there you should be very afraid of, and it's appropriate. <laughs> so oh there's gosh. also this moment of you do need to really tune in and trust your gut. Yes. Oh, I think that's that's so perfect because right now, especially in this moment, especially in my own experience, is that there are so many scammers, spammers, people coming out to get, you know, to, I don't even know what they're getting. I get so many people pretending to be me almost like on a daily basis on social media. And it's so nuts. And I feel so guilty, you know, that, you know, Facebook, social media, Instagram, they don't do a very good job in getting these pages down. So right now, if I go on Facebook, there's probably at least 20 different yeah. um, pages that are just pretending to be me. And well, so there if are they, those people. If they get enough reports, they'll take it down. Oh. But you almost have to launch a campaign with your followers to say, okay, this thing over here, go report it. <laughs> yes. yes, I'm trying to create this army. Yeah. But it's all but it's like if they start talking about um, like you have a curse put on you, you know, you need to pay more money. Um, if they're asking like more personal questions and stuff like that, like there's a little bit of red flags. Have you yeah. seen that in your in your sessions, too, or in your experience? Absolutely, I have. And we're up on our first break. So when I come back, oh. I'll I'll share with you some of the red flags that I've noticed. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I like to do with my clients, especially if you've uh, what do I want to say? If you've been burned, right? You thought you were working with somebody good and then it was a bad experience and you start to like not trust yourself. Uh, one of the things I like to do is take a pen, take a piece of paper and draw down the middle. Okay. And on the left side, I want you to list people you had amazing experiences with. And I want you to list like the top three people you did not have amazing experiences with, the, the worst of the worst. And then spend some time thinking about what were the early signs that it was going to be good? What were the early signs that it was not going to be good? Because when you end up in one of those, there were probably some red flags that you walked by. And when you look at three or four or five in each group, you start to see the patterns and it helps you learn to trust yourself again. So that's our homework over the break. Hang with us, we'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Are you a business owner, 1099 contractor, 
part-time employee, or volunteer who needs group health coverage you can actually afford? Do you know a nonprofit who would benefit from unlimited zero-cost funding? How about cost reduction, school safety, mental health wellness, and more? All these and more are fair game on Finding Certainty. If you want more certainty in your own life, you are not alone. Join us each Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Find your own brand of certainty and realize your personal American dream with Finding Certainty, hosted by Patrick Lang. Let's unwrap the certainty experience together. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I am back with the amazing and wonderful Heather Danielle. And you asked me a question before the break, which was, what are some of the signs and things that I've seen? Um, And there's a particular client that jumps to mind. She was one of my earlier ones. She was one of these people who asked about everything in her life from everybody else. And some of our main work together was learning to look for the answers inside of herself instead. And at one point, um, she had a a reader who came up to her and was like, I have to read for you. I have to, it's very important, I have to read for you. And it was one of these death and doom kind of readings. And then it was, oh, and you know, to ward it off, you need this special stone and the special stone is going to be $5,000 or something like that. And then you're going to need me to, you know, remove curses at like $25,000. And uh, it was pretty blatant and egregious. Um, And she'd had some other ones that were not, what I want to say, not 100%, I think, um, ethical. I I don't Mm. think they were faking their skills the way this lady was. Um, But it it took going through that for her to go, huh, maybe looking outside of me for the answers is not everything it's cracked up to be, right? And so that was her experience. And then I had an experience myself. There was uh, a healer that I worked with for quite some time. he had a, a system that I, a couple of systems actually, that I learned this sort of thing. And then at some point we had a a training that was at his house. And 
I forget, he was off doing something or other, and we're all kind of hanging out in the living room area. And there was this little bottle that was sitting on the table, and it had string wrapped around it, and it was sealed on the top and a few things like this. And somebody's like, hmm, what's this? And they handed it to me, and I, I almost dropped it because the energy coming off of it was like, oh, no, no, no. And I'm like, no, uh -uh, I'm not touching that again. And it was apparently a money spell. Oh. Okay, it was some kind of a I'm, I'm attracting money to me spell. But it was done by someone who did not come from that higher perspective. It was a little M magic. And when he came back, they asked him about it. He's like, oh, no, no, that's, that's fine. That's okay. Don't be scared of the abundance. And it's like, dude, we, we have to part with. And in fact, that was the last event that I did with him. We parted ways after that. That wasn't the, the straw that broke the camel's back, but it was one of the last ones. Oh my gosh, like abundance is not supposed to feel that way. <laughs> no, it's not supposed to feel icky and intense and negative. <laughs> and oh so it's interesting because we can have these blind spots. You know, we all think we're good people. We all think we're doing the right thing. Uh, like your your stepfather was saying, you know, oh, I'm, I'm one of the good guys. And yet he consorts with demons. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Another memory is coming up, if you don't mind me sharing, because I think it's kind of interesting, was my stepfather, um, he, I remember a squirrel falling out of the tree, and he actually ended up nailing the squirrel to the tree. And I lived on like a main road where people walked back and forth. And here I am thinking this is like still okay. Like I felt really bad for the for the squirrel, the squirrel now. Yeah. Like now I went like vegan for a long time. Like I'm all about, you know, all sentiment beings. So looking back on this, I'm like, these are crazy red flags. But I remember he actually um, carved a talisman and into the tree. And I believe this was supposed to bring like good luck and things like that. But remember when he's setting the intention of doing this. Wasn't not... very lucky for the tree. I'm just saying. Oh, no. And you won't even believe what happened because I think that what he did was when he carved it in also hurting the tree, but um, I think that he was connecting to lower vibrations because the next thing I know um, it was probably, I'm not sure how much time later, there was an accident in my yard. And what it was, was somebody went to go turn down our, down the street and missed and went through our fence, hit our car and took our car and basically smashed it up against that tree with the talisman. When they backed out, they hit front, front, front our front staircase, you know, going into the house, demolished those, even though they were cement and then uh, drove out the other part of our fence. So it was just a wreck. And so it was insane thinking about it so I think that's one way to know too maybe if you're in negative or higher vibrating things is like what's going on what's happening with you you know yeah like, exactly not... well and and the thing about luck right it's it's kind of a relative thing right it's kind of bad luck that they missed the turn hit the fence and the car and the front stairs and the tree and all of that kind of stuff but the good luck of that is they didn't actually hurt oh. anyone in the house right Ooh, good point. And so, yeah, the, you could look at it and say, okay, it was still lucky. 
But again, when you come from that lower M magic, there are like these unintended consequences that kind of go along with that. So yeah, the, the occupants of the house were protected. The tree That's was good. not protected. The person driving the car was not protected. And if you go from a more higher self, a big M magic, the outcomes tend to be much more positive for everyone involved yes yeah. good things come out of it and you exactly. can kind of see what happens in your life like are things falling into place you know are you um getting good things brought back to you then that's how you know you're kind of in the good and you're not really in that ego when things start like just not working out and things like that gotta change the course doesn't necessarily mean that you're in the negative but it just means like hey change it up you know do something a little bit more fun that kind of thing yeah how do, how do we know if we're actually coming from that higher self place, because sometimes the ego will like dress itself up in very spiritual clothes. <laughs> oh, that's a good way of putting it. Um, so how do you know if it's like your intuition and your higher self talking? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, it's okay. And I know sometimes it can be disguised, but your intuition, your higher self, your higher power will never come from a place of lack. It's going to be more um, optimistic. And it also, I know it sounds kind of weird, but when I teach people about intuition, I always am telling them that it kind of reminds me of Bob Marley. Your intuition is just kind of like a kuna matata. Like it's kind of like laid back. It just, it wants what's best for you. Um, and so we'll always come from that more, um, like I said, optimistic point of view, but it's not going to usually push it. It's not going to be loud unless like you really strengthen yeah. it up. A lot of times your and ego I is more. I find yeah. mine is really neutral. It's like just yeah. the facts. Ego yeah. is the one that comes in with the the emotional stories, yeah. right? Yeah. And so my intuition, it tends to uh, like I'll be filling out a form to do X, Y, Z. And my intuition will be like, you're not going to need that. <laughs> Yes. It was I'm like, it looks Marley. like I need it. I'm going to do it anyway. And it turns out, you know, something happens down the road that I don't actually end up needing it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like fight for your attention. It kind of yeah. lets you know, it's kind of just sitting back there in the back seat, like the Bob Marley thing, like, don't worry, be happy. Like, hey, it's cool. Hey, you should you should kind of do this. You know, your ego is going to be like, like it's that emotional, try to give you facts, try to like get you thinking about the future and the what ifs usually. Um, and a lot of times it's going to be, usually it's a little bit more negative and it's going to be constant, but mm -hmm. your intuition. Yeah, it will nag you. Your, yes. your ego nags you. Yes. The more you practice paying attention to it, almost like that good and the bad angels on your shoulder, then the more that it'll become apparent which one it is. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I like that you mentioned earlier about looking at the fruits of what comes out of the actions as well. Um, I have, wow, there, there's a lot of examples you could use for this, but I've got a friend who had been going to a healer who worked with angels. Okay. And this particular friend is clairvoyant, which is one of the rarer Claire's out there. So she can literally see when somebody has invoked something, she sees it like come forth and do the things. And she was at this in-person event. Uh, and the lady, you know, I'm going to bring my angels forward and all this kind of stuff. And they're red. Ooh. And she's like, this is really weird, but I'm going to, you know, suspend judgment. And after the event, uh, like everybody who'd been there had, quote unquote, a healing crisis, you know, they were melting down and all of this 
drama was coming into their lives and they had all this crap to deal with after the event. And while she was there, she had bought um, like a pin and a book and a few things like that. And it was a couple of months down the road when she was going through all this and the, the bad luck has not stopped, right? And it's getting worse and there's like psychic attack and it's it's a whole thing. Uh, and she was sitting in meditation and the cover of the book came to her mind and it's it's like those picture those 3D pictures where it looks like one thing from one angle and then like mm. you relax your eyes and it looks like something totally different. And on the cover of the book, there was actually a satanic face. Whoa. And she's like, okay, now I know what the problem is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And this healer didn't, didn't cotton on to the signs. She's just like, well, you know, we did such profound work. Everybody's having these healing crises afterwards. Healing does not have to be that way. Healing yeah. can be peaceful. It can be smooth. It can be non-dramatic. Um, and so it should have been a flag to the healer as well that, that she needed to take a closer look at her practices and who she's, the energies she's working with. Oh, 100%. Wow, that is a really interesting story. I'm really glad that she, hopefully she got that figured out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if the healer did, but my friend certainly did. And she's mm. she's learned a lot having come through that. In fact, it changed her entire life and business having been through that. <laughs> oh, see, and that's the truth. Like sometimes we will go through things, you know, because, you know, it will create us it will make us have like a better future we'll yeah. understand a little bit more and now because i work in the light um i i know what it's like to work in the dark because i had that experiences with my stepfather and so now i can recognize it and i'm also number one not scared of it and then number two i'm not ignorant to it like i know yes. that it does exist um but as soon as i started waking up to my spiritual journey you know when around the time i was 30 years old I started learning like, oh my gosh, you can work in the light and you can set the intention to work with these higher vibrating beings and your angels who want to be there to help you. And then as soon as I started doing it, guess what happened? Good stuff started happening. I became healthier. I became happier. All of a sudden, my life just started unfolding and things just started falling into place. And then, then all of a sudden you wake up and you're living a life where you're like, is this too good to be true? Am I really dreaming? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's actually probably better than the life you'd have envisioned for yourself back when you started reforming your world. Oh, yes. And that's what I really want to tell um, so many people, like everybody that I coach and mentor, you know, do readings for too. It's like, there's, there, you don't have to be afraid. And I think that a lot of times our media and society and everything else just makes us so scared of, you know, magic and psychic and the spiritual stuff. And it's not that scary, you know, just like anything, kind of like what you were talking about, you know, there's bad and good in every single thing. And that includes, you know, the spiritual realm and our lives. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So Back to like magic with a little M. I one of the most common things that I see in like the relationship space are these love spells. What's your take on love spells? Oh my gosh, it's so funny because my stepfather would tell me in the same breath that people have free will, and I went to go do 
it wasn't a love spell, but he caught me one night doing a spell and I was doing a spell that I would go to sleep and I would dream of my future husband. And then he's like telling me all these things. I'm like, okay, I got all of the concoctions, you know, because a lot of times with spells, you want to have things outside of yourself to really help you complete that spell. So maybe it could be candles and herbs or whatever it was. I didn't use any animals. You know, I forgot what it was. It was probably some plants and herbs that I was using. And, uh, he stopped me and he was like, no, don't. He was like, if you do this, then you will see your husband. And if you try to fight it, he was like, then you're going to be stuck in love with them for the rest of your life. And they're going to hate you. (laughs) And I remember remember (laughs) thinking like, I read all the book. Like it didn't say that in this book. There were no warnings about this. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you trying to teach me? You know, like, because I'm like, you're telling me to read the books and I read all the books and stuff. So, but anyways, people have free will and it's almost like you're going to come together with a person or the people that you are meant to come into in contact with, you know, and that is something from a higher source. If you start doing like spells and trying to get it to happen and things like that, you're just putting negative energy inside of that relationship. That makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, and And one of the things that's common is I want this person over here who's not attainable to suddenly become my love partner. Now, it doesn't matter why they're not attainable, they're not interested, or they've got someone else in their life or whatever it is. It doesn't matter what that is, but the instant you try to impose your will on their will, which is what a love spell typically is focused around, you start to accrue some really negative karma. And so that's, that. that is my biggest challenge with like the love spell, because most of them are written to override someone else's free will, as opposed to from the yes. higher perspective of, I'm calling in the one who is my ideal optimal partner, who is ready for me, who's also searching, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's that's entirely different. I've never seen a love spell that actually worked or worked well. It always just creates, like you said, negative karma or negative energy. The person's not going to fall in love with you. And to be honest, if you are coming from it from a higher source or from the good side of it, you will see that there is a reason why maybe that person isn't meant for you or meant not meant for you right now. Right. So you have to like kind of accept it because you have no idea what the creator, your higher power has in store for you. That person might have demons you don't know about, or there could be someone way, way, way better for you. It's almost like, people always say they want money they want to win the money and they want to win the lottery and i'm like do you really want to learn win the lottery or do you just want more money because you can win five dollars in the lottery you know yeah exactly well and the other thing is and we're coming up on our next break but i'm going to finish this thought the other thing is a lot is like why do you want to win the lottery the reason you want to win the lottery is because you want a better life you can get that without winning the lottery and taking the what do I want to say, the fame and and misfortune that sometimes comes along with that. It can be a real double-edged sword because when you win the lottery, the big prize, right? That's what everyone's thinking about when they say win the lottery. Uh, Everybody knows and there is no place to hide and everybody comes looking for you and you suddenly have cousins that you've never met before in your life. Yes. Yes. And so it's important not so much to worry about the means, which is the money, 
as what the life is you're looking to create. And on that note, I'm going to ask you to take your pen, take your piece of paper, and think a little bit about the life you really want to create for yourself. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What are you? What good are you creating in the world? What is your passion? What is your calling? What? Are, how are you here to serve? Think about all of those things and start kind of sketching it out on a piece of paper from that present tense, I'm in the experience sort of perspective. And hang with us, we'll be right back from the break. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I am back with the amazing and wonderful Heather Danielle. And so you mentioned in the first part of our conversation uh, that you kind of woke up spiritually in your 30s, and that's when you really started realizing there is there is a, a light side you can walk on. Tell us a little bit about how you came to wake up and begin to see that. It was so funny because I totally just kind of went away from like God, everything. Oh, I kind of went into the church a little bit too, but basically I didn't want to really associate myself with anything like that because of the experience with my stepfather. But then what ended up happening was my grandmother died and I loved my grandmother so much. And after she died, my, my health went bad. I started having seizures, all of these crazy things. And then I started having spiritual experiences. You know, I started meditating, seeing things. And then I had a butterfly land underneath my ponytail. And that's <laughs> when I was like, 
are you serious? There's a butterfly flapping around underneath my ponytail. And that's when I Googled it. And it said, oh, this could be a past loved one. And then all of a sudden, all of these things started happening. And I started, I was so scared, to be honest. I was like, oh my gosh, like, what if it's wrong? What if it's bad? Like, I didn't want to go back into the energy that I felt when I was a teenager with my yeah. stepfather. But that's when I realized, oh my gosh, all these teachers and everything else, they just work in the good. You know, they, they care yeah. about animals, you know, they care about, <laughs> you know, um, free will and they don't they're not in this negative vibrations and then I just kept on doing that and I started getting you know insight during my meditations and I started in a development circle and I learned about my gifts and that's when I really realized that there's nothing to be afraid of like there is all this love and light and it always seems like the love and light will always win you know it's way more stronger than anything that's yucky (laughs) it's kind of like gravity (laughs) it will always win (laughs) <laughs> yes. And it's like, I was scared too. Cause I remember like trying to like, be like, grandma, are you around? Give me a sign. And then just being scared out of my freaking mind that I even asked that. And I'm like, Heather, why are you scared of your grandma? You know, like, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, Grams, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're taught so much stuff that we kind of have to unlearn. Yes. And that was my biggest thing. It was like, I didn't even realize that everything from like the movies that I watched when I was a kid to like- The Exorcist, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yes. And I had to rewatch that movie too, by the way. Like you should rewatch any movie that scares you when when you were a kid because it's going to take away that fear a little bit because then you're going to see that it was kind of silly or, you know, when you start learning about it. You realize how cheesy the special effects were 30 years ago. Yes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You're like, why did this scare me? And that's just what ended up happening. And then I realized that everybody has heard this quote, which is, we are all spiritual beings having a human experience. But what I realized is that people are often thinking that their spiritual side is separate than themselves. And I'm like, it's not. It's a big, it's the the biggest part of you. And if you... If you shun that, if you like turn away from that, you're turning away from the biggest part of you. And so no wonder that you are feeling like not yourself or you're feeling sick and things aren't happening is because you need to go down that spiritual path, no matter what that means for you. That could mean being spiritual, like how I am with the psychic and the mediumship and stuff like that, or it could be even some kind of religion or modality that just fits you. But you have to find something that you believe in and like learn about it and not be scared about it. We are just, some of us are just brainwashed by like society, our parents, our families our friends and it's like yeah and and what it has to look like right because there are people who who don't do the religious thing who who don't necessarily do like psychic mediumship and that kind of stuff but learn to connect into themselves through meditation or prayer or moving meditation being really present Um, those are all spiritual experiences and they're hugely healing and they have nothing to do with anybody's doctrine, dogma or any of that kind of crap. So if you've gone through like a religious abuse kind of thing, Mm -hmm. those are amazing places to start to reconnect to that side of yourself and to keep yourself clear of the baggage that comes from you know, fundamentalist religions of many flavors. And that kind of brings up a point too. I'm trying to like push through a lot of the stereotypes that people have. So it's like when I was doing in-person readings, it's like, yeah, sometimes I might be wearing Converse or Vans, you know, like, like I'm not going to be like, I have a crystal ball. I totally use it, but it's like, we think psychics is scary and, you know, it's very woo and, you know, things have to be a certain way, but it's like, no, let's be practical here. (laughs) My my crystal ball sits next to me and mostly just amplifies. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's here for. <laughs> like, I love a crystal ball, but it takes a long time sometimes. Like you said, clairvoyant is very... Um, it, it's not the most common one, and it takes a little work to to really dial it in, especially if it's not your primary channel, which it's not mine, but I, I do like my crystal ball. It loves oh, yeah. me, and, you know, we jive. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes, everybody needs a crystal ball. <laughs> so you have a gift that you came to share, and before we share about that gift, I guess what I would ask you is... What is, if you could only tell one person about magic, what is the most important thing they need to know? The most important magic, I'm sorry, the most important thing about magic is going to be that it's all how you intend to use it. So are you going to use it for good and for love and coming from that place of love? Because you can also use it for not such good ways, but you also might not get some not so good things. <laughs> yeah. So it both exists, but it's like, how are you going to utilize it? And you can utilize it. And it can be a lot of fun to try and just see what you can do to make your life a little bit better and happier and stress-free. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I find if I'm going to what I want to say, set that kind of powerful intention, which is what it is. It's a very powerful intention. I I don't like just walk over and sit down at the desk and go, okay, this is the shit that I want. <laughs> okay. I spend some time deliberately putting my ego out of the way. I meditate. I bring in my higher self. I ask for insight around the issue, because sometimes I don't even need to like sit down and like set an intention or light a candle or invoke or anything like that. A lot of times it's more about relaxing into the support of the universe. Yes. And you'll get a lot more guidance that way. <laughs> yeah. And then after I've, I've gone through that process, then it's like, if there's something that I need to do, my intuition will tell me what that is, and I will go do that. Yeah, and a lot of it. times is super mundane. It has nothing oh. to do with sigils or candles or any of that kind of stuff. It's like, call this person. Okay, great. I'll call this person. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> You're on my mind. Why is that? <laughs> yeah, so we all think like it's going to be something like that's a ritual, you know, like, oh my gosh, okay, so I'll burn this candle and then do this and that and then chant three times and spin around. And then what? something <laughs> will materialize in my driveway. No, like, no, it's, it's, like, it's no. really mundane a lot of the times but it's it's so perfect and the timing is perfect and it's clear that that is in fact a, a capital m sort of magic Love that happened that. Yes. right there yeah oh my gosh, I can tell you st millions of stories on the manifesting things with that so you definitely I, I love that um, that process that you use I feel like that's a good one to use. It's the only way to get my ego out of the way. Otherwise, I'm I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because your ego is going to be different. Oh, yeah. Saying. Well, oh, my ego, it has opinions. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Sometimes I'll get myself tired before I do stuff like that. Like, so whether it's going to be like exercising, going for a run, just get myself kind of like just exhausted so that like my ego can't fight that much. You know, yeah. it's almost like, okay, just keep on channeling, writing it down, whatever you have to do, dance you know, whatever to get yourself into that zone and then really see what comes up to you about what you really truly want in your life because it might surprise you. It might be different than what you actually think. Yeah, exactly. And it's easy for us. The ego likes to grab onto things. 
You know, it's like, I want that big house right there on the corner. That's my dream house. Well, it might not actually be your dream house when it comes to the reality of owning it. It might be old. It might have pipes that need to be replaced. It might have asbestos and all kinds of weird stuff going on with it. There might be a house that's even better that you would love even better than that one. You just haven't seen it yet. And so when I when I'm thinking about manifesting something like that, I write about the experience of having whatever that is. Like the it's feeling. The feeling, exactly. And that's what your subconscious mind jives with anyway, more than the words, is images and feelings. And so I feel relaxed and supported and expansive when I come home into this amazing house right? And and it's so easy to live there and it fits my lifestyle perfectly and my family is so happy running in the house and playing in the yard and, you know, and don't worry so much about what the details of it looking like is. What is the lived experience of having it? It has I, amazing sunlight that streams in and wakes me up in the morning, right? <laughs> Yes. And I think just whatever it is that you want, just keep on thinking about it. Taking, I call them inspired action, you know, because yeah. it's in spirit, inspired action steps to do it. And I really thought that my, that I really wanted traveling. And so I've been taking this opportunities to travel and I've traveled so much. Oh my gosh. So much that I'm like, you know what? This is not me. I don't want to travel. I'm done anymore. now. <laughs> I'm, I'm a done. Body. <laughs> I'm done. I need a new manifesting thing. And so it's like, almost like, don't just get caught up in like, you know, being so serious about it, you know, have some fun with it, you know, change those feelings of what you want because I think if I would have done that I would have realized that traveling isn't what I wanted it was fun experiences with people yes and you can get that without going anywhere without yes. dealing with airlines and luggage and <laughs> yes it was like I just thought I had to be at an airport no you could be in your own backyard but the thing is you're just not having those fun experiences because maybe you don't have the people that you need to have in your life right. or you don't have maybe the time or something along exactly. those lines exactly yeah. well speaking of time we're up at the end of our interview already so you have 60 seconds to share with the guests the free gift that you brought with you all right. It's the Overcoming Spiritual Gifts. It was an event that I do, and I really wanted to gift it to you because it's going to help you basically melt a lot of those fears and help you feel a lot better about your spiritual path and your connection. And it's really just going to lay a lot of the myths about spirituality to rest. Okay. So Overcoming Your Spiritual Fears. I love that. And I will put the link to that in the show notes, but uh, share it with the listeners as well. Oh, for sure. I, oh, oh, I don't. You don't remember uh, the URL? Fine. No. You'll find it in the show notes. Yes. We'll, we'll make sure it gets there. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been such a pleasure having you. Thank uh, you so much. Three parting words to the listeners. It just came to me. Stay true to you. I'm not sure who needs to hear that. Beautiful. I love that. And thank you to everyone who turned in today. I really deeply appreciate you coming and spending your valuable time here listening to the show. I hope we bring you amazing value for the time that you invest. And I would love to hear from you. Drop me a quick email at askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co and share whatever is on your mind and your heart, whether it's a topic, a show you loved, uh, something that's going on in your life. 
doesn't matter. I just love to hear from you. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week right here 